0: And now, to today's message.
1: Thank you for what we are about to study. I pray for wisdom to articulate your word. And as I teach your people, I pray that wisdom will be granted them. That they will understand and perceive what your mind is when it comes to the subject of marriage. Grant me wisdom above human flesh to speak your counsel. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. Thank you for coming and uh, those joining us online, God bless you for joining us. I normally do single summit. for now more than marriage uh, meetings because Um, it's easier to speak to singles than to speak on marriage so the main target of marriage or single summit is to let you have the right perspective when it comes to the choice of what type of marriage you want in your life The greatest challenge, maybe I've started teaching. The greatest challenge we are having in our churches and in the kingdom of God is malfunctioning marriages. And that is becoming a worry for every pastor and every kingdom-minded person. We are having more than 50% of our marriages hitting the rock. And sometimes, I said this morning that marriage is not difficult. And marriage is not problematic. It is the people that enter the marriage that determine the outcome of the marriage. So, this evening, I'm going to, I don't think I'll finish. And maybe if you give me time, maybe next month or next two months or Next quarter, we can meet. But if you encourage me, I can do next month too. Because I won't finish. There are many things we have to know before we start getting ourselves involved in marriage. Marital things. Most times when a young person is talking about marriage, he's actually talking about his wedding. Not necessarily the marriage. Though he's saying marriage, is actually wedding. <laughs> he, is, he, fig, he has started figuring out how long the gown, how long the gown will be, the train of his groomsmen and um, groom's uh, bridesmaids. How the color people people start fighting over color, the colors of the wedding, when they are not actually paying attention. To what they must pay attention to. So it is becoming. A a problem. That even younger people. Are going to the court for divorce. I take very passionate stand. When it comes to. Choosing a partner. There are many wrong reasons. I'm not going to do that today. okay? Because of time. I'm just buying 10 minutes. Of the. Time to whet your appetite. There are many wrong reasons people marry or people want to marry. Number one, desperation. When we say desperation is a bad reason for marrying, we are not saying that every marriage that was desperately entered into failed. But majority of those kind of marriages didn't work. Like people say, it is not about traveling outside. (laughs) You can travel outside and still be poor. When they tell you, you don't believe it. Why don't you believe it? Because you think about the majority. But majority people traveled and they made it. Yes or no? Yeah. So when we say that desperation is not a good reason for you to marry, it is don't always, don't look at the minority and said that, ah, but this is my my sister or my friend. And when she saw that, she was getting older, older, older. She just jumped into a man. And she's managing in the marriage. So you are like, desperation or no desperation. Me, I want to marry you. I want to marry. My genius sister was a victim of this kind of thing. That's why when I'm talking, I talk with very passionate Issue. She married for only one year and they divorced. My me, my personal, my own one mother, one father, sister. Because when the reason is wrong, it is difficult to fix the marriage. Some people want to marry as a visa to U.S. Some people want to marry as a visa outside the country. I'm not saying if your beloved is outside is bad. But you know what I'm talking about. You know, you're hiding behind your marks, but I know you know. They are very, very wrong. When you get pregnant for a man, it doesn't mean that you should marry the person. Pregnancy is not a proof of love, it's a sign of a mistake. I have seen women use pregnancy to lock men. He has fired me. Uh, I cannot let him go like that. The final show, they may lock him. It's one of the most dangerous things to do to use pregnancy to lock a man. Please, are you following me? This is just this is not what I'm going to talk about. I'm just whetting your appetite. I have three minutes to keep whetting your appetite. The third or fourth reason that is very bad for you to take a decision on marriage on is money. Whether the person has money now. But money is very important in the marriage. But if you use the current state of the person, that (laughs) Uh, there's uh, this thing. It's not the BDB we are talking about. Aben Waha. me me pen You make a very big mistake. I'm not saying that marrying a rich man, son or rich man's daughter or whatever is wrong. But if your motive, I mean, we are doing motivations and motives this month, and LP is teaching on it on Tuesdays if your motive for marrying is because you will miss your calling. You will miss your target. You must marry a friend. You must marry an ally. You must marry A companion, you must marry somebody you can offend easily, and somebody who can easily forgive you. You must marry somebody you can be comfortable with for the rest of your life. I'm going to take you through some of the things I've written down from some studies I did over time and I've put them together. Are you ready? I pray that. Are you recording? So that when we finish, anybody that wants it can go for it and listen to it over and over again. I remember one time, I have one minute to wait you. I remember one time at the, at the clinic, I, I chanced on a man of God's daughter. Okay, a man of God's daughter. She was pregnant and wanted us to change the report. So that she would change now marry the guy. Then I put her aside. I said, Me too, I'm a man of God. I want to tell you this thing you are asking them to do for you. It is one of the dangerous, dangerous things you will ever regret for doing that. I said, Is the is the most dangerous thing for you to do. He said, he said, please, you don't know what I stand to lose. I said, Don't. Give birth. After that. If after the birth, you are still in love, you can contain the shame. After two years, she came back to the hospital looking for me. And she thanked me. He said at the same time, she was pregnant for the guy. The guy has impregnated another person. Yes. Are you here? I was in an engagement. I in the the next week, the guy went to engage another person. Christians, not unbelievers. Our mind about marriage has changed over time because of the type of marriages we are seeing. But today, I'm going to try. I won't finish. I won't finish, but forgive me. Amen. Finding your life partner finding your your life partner finding your life partner the word is life partner who are you sharing your life with there are three choices and of very great importance that you and i must make as we grow up three Number one, the choice of a savior. The choice of a savior. Number two, the choice of work. And number three, the choice of marriage. Who to marry? The choice of a savior, the choice of work or work in life, your career, and then the choice of a life partner. Now, if we choose... The first choice must determine the other choices. The first choice must determine the other choices. So, choosing a savior will indirectly or directly affect what career you must undertake or what you should do with your life because you submit under the authority of your savior. And he now begins to determine what you do where you go, what you should do, and who you should work with. And I want you to know that God has his own plan when it comes to marriage. Why don't you want to marry the guy because he's an Ewe? Or he's, an, he's a nutler? Or he's a gun? Or a kenny, or a chimney? Is that the reason a tongue-talking, blood-washed Christian is speaking? If you tell me that you will marry the guy because he loves women, it's understandable. But if you say you are not marrying the lady because you are not marrying the guy because he's a notna. then I know that you don't know what you are stepping in. Please follow the teaching. Genesis chapter 2 verse 18 to 25. My screen here is off. I like the left and right. Can you give us a softer version so that I don't need to preach? Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one of them. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky... And all the wild animals. But still there was no helper. Just for him. So the Lord God. Caused the man to fall. Into a deep sleep. While the man slept. The Lord God. Took out. One of the man's ribs. And closed. Up the opening. Wow. A revelation is there. But I'm not talking about that. Your wife is not your missing eh, rape. Your husband is not your missing rape. Then if unfortunately he dies, you can't marry again. If you say your husband is your missing rape, if he dies, it means your rape has gone into the grave. (laughs) I'm not talking about that, so let me move on. Then The Lord made a woman from the rape. And he brought her to the man. So Eve was not the rape. She was made from the rape. For a reason. Okay, I don't want to go there. Because it's not part of what I'm teaching. At last the man exclaimed. This one is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. Verse 24. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother. A man, not a boy. A man. Don't marry a boy. Else you will cry every night. You will have to go and buy pampers for him. A man leaves his father He honors the father but does not take instructions from the father again. He honors the mother but does not take instructions from the mother again. He has to put his reasoning together and make a judgment together with the wife. And when they take a stand, they go together. If we perish, we perish. If you marry a man who is under the influence of his parents or a woman under the influence of his parent, her parent, you are going to have a lot of battles. You can never take a decision together as a couple. I'm not talking about that neither today. So, pastor, what are you talking about? I'll come to it. And he's joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. 25. Now the man and his wife were both naked, And they felt no shame. They were naked. When you marry the woman you love in her nakedness you will not be ashamed. I'm not talking just about physical nakedness. I'm talking about in her weakness. In her inadequacies. In the things that you expected from him or her. In the event where you don't see it. You will not be ashamed. Because you love her. Or you love him. Before I continue. I will make this statement. If you have a reason why you are marrying somebody. It is not true love. Yeah, 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 yeah. did you get that? As you explained. (laughs) If you have a reason. Why you love somebody. It is not true love. For whilst we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. The reason is that. There is no basis. For which we should end the love of God. If there was a basis. We would lose the love of God. Because we are humans. The same way. If there is a reason why you are marrying a man. Remember that man is not God. Human beings are inconsistent. What attracted you today may not be there tomorrow. True love is sacrificial love. True love is selfless love. True love is there is no reason why I love the girl. eh? Pastor, I don't have a reason but I love the sister. But if you go and see the Mount Horeb and Mount Sinai, <laughs> it is the Mount Horeb and Mount Sinai where Moses is taking 10 commandments. you there? Who is you? Mm. because the reason that is tangible may not be there hallelujah God attaches much greater importance to marriage than most Christians today most Christians today do not attach any importance to marriage but God does put more importance to the marriage, he puts two people together into. Some of us from religious background have formed ideas that marriage is a sort of a fortunate necessity. It's like when you are fortunate, then you enter. When you are fortunate, then you enter. That's why when somebody marries, it's like, hey, people are are happy. Not because... They understand marriage, but because hey, why they lucky, you? Why they were you? <laughs> Brighter shower is like, Charlie, finally you have been delivered. It's like some deliverance session has happened for you. Oh, I wish you well. I wish you well. Oh, my sister, you are lucky, lucky girl. No. It's not, it is not like some jackpot that you win. It is, it is Deeper. It's a life. I'm coming. There are some who also marry because they don't want to sin against God sexually. So if we will sin, end, are young, why are you in I bet it will niso. Sex. You'll be tired. People are running away from their houses. me I don't want to sin against God so I'm going to marry early, and then if it's because of sex you want to marry you have a wrong motive marriage is more than sex it's more than sex the majority of Christians really don't have any grasp on the value of marriage now, many, mari- many Christian sisters are marrying Muslim brothers. But you hardly see Muslim sisters marrying Christian brothers. Hardly. But now the common is that the Muslim brothers are marrying the Christian sisters because desperation is on the high. She's re- ready to become a third wife to Baba Alaji. Singles, marriage is not welcome. Marriage doesn't mean that you, if you don't marry, it doesn't mean you didn't succeed in life. Don't put your life on the spot like, it's a do or die. Hey. Hey. Can, can. Me too are for marry, marriage. marriage is good, but don't kill yourself to marry. Don't sell yourself to marry. Don't bribe yourself into marriage. Don't chip in yourself into marriage. Because the value you take into the marriage is the same value you'll be treated with. I thought you are clapping. <laughs> Don't go and beg a man to marry you. You will cry the rest of your life. Another problem is that younger Christian partly be, become They, they they develop a wrong taste for marriage because it's a long time we have seen good marriages in the system. And for your information, a good marriage is not a perfect marriage. There is no perfect marriage on the surface of the earth. If the people are married for 50 something years, it's not a perfect, it's still not a perfect marriage. In marriage, you scratch the back of your wife. She scratches the back of you. It also sc- scratches your back. And the scratching continues till the kingdom comes. Till death do you part. So if you are dreaming about some perfect marriage, forget it. Forget it. Tell them, forget it. Yeah, forget it. <laughs> and you will never get all your specs in one person. This girl, she did the spec himself, but he left small. He fell, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he left small. This guy, he did inside, but I've been lying, no? <laughs> 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 He left small. He passed so He passed. I, in job level, no, be true. <laughs> you will not get it entirely it's it's, it's hard to blame this generation because the cost of wedding keeps going up if you want to do a wedding now don't don't come up with less than 25,000 or 30,000 budget it's killing and everybody wants to outdo their wedding is not their marriage but still Pastor, It's becoming, it's becoming cumbersome, and it has become competitive in the church.
0: This
1: one doing this. This one is doing this. this one. If you have the money, there are people who can spend seventy thousand on reception, and it doesn't shake the account. For you, you've gone to five financial institutions to take loan. Why the ten? Why the fifteen? Why the ten? Believing that on the wedding day, you no, know, the way it, it is it, it is not proportional. You can finish your wedding, and all the offering you had was seven hundred and fifty-five Ghana City. <laughs> seven hundred and fifty-five Ghana CD. Where do you be? And you have gone to promise vendors. Oh, after the wedding, I, my uncle from UK is coming. My friend from this is coming. My friend from this is coming. Then you go to the airport the night before they say he's COVID positive. Hey! COVID positive means he can't come to Ghana. No, Aboka. given the rising divorce rate, it's evident that couples do not stick to their wedding vows because they don't understand the wedding vow a little offense they are going to court forgetting that you are going to get married to a human being who is not perfect, like you. The person may love God, but is not perfect. You think Pastor is perfect? I'm the most imperfect being <laughs> you can deal with. I am like Doomso. <laughs> You see, I'm laughing with you. Think I'm laughing. The next time you see me, you are greeting me, Grab my mind is somewhere. I'm gone. Pastor Prince, yeah, this is me. You also have yours. There is no perfect being on earth. So, as you are going to marry the person, if even the person looks like Angel Michael, as long as he has a name on earth, he's not perfect. A womanizer is a different thing. That one don't take me there because that is it is not a red flag, oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a red lake. <laughs> that one is a red lake, <laughs> a red sea. Ah, lake, right? Red sea. to me? Oh, what most is Pumana or The marriage relationship which should be the most stable, constant thing in the married person's life, can now be dissolved almost as quickly as it was formed. Jack, marriage is not like an excursion. You don't go and look like this is the marriage line, like this is marriage. You, as you turn, it's blocked. We don't do sketching in marriage. We go and leave. You stay. You establish. And you grow there. Marriage is not like getting an admission to a school. As for that one, you can leave. And nobody cares because you pay them. The fees are non refinable. But you can leave. But in marriage, marriage is not just friendship. It's a covenanted friendship. Marriage is not marrying your sex partner. It, it, it is far deeper than that, because it can make you or, or make you. It can take you to psychiatric hospital, or it can take you to the pinnacle of your destiny. Who you marry is what I'm dealing with today. Who you marry. We are not giving marriage its fair due and we have not recognized its value in our generation. I realize that in the revelation of scriptures you will see that God is a marriage oriented personality. Yes. I pray that I do justice before 7 p.m. Are you getting something tonight? Yes. Me, I want my children to be half caste. So to be. So you're brunitia. No, no, no. There, there are some Chinese people who came to dig a uh, mine. They have. They, when you go, they say, hey, Chinese. Go are good Chinese say what chinese and when they impregnate the ladies and they are going to look for them when they go the men are they look alike (laughs) oh yeah how can you identify chinese people they are my relatives but i can't identify them the bible begins with a marriage in genesis Is it not amazing that Jesus performed his first miracle in a marriage ceremony? So the Bible begins with the whole message on marriage. Just after creation, the next most important thing God did that involved human was marriage. Then Jesus performs his first miracle in a wedding ceremony. And then the climax of humanity will be our final marriage with god in heaven in between that our life as christian is described as what marriage with christ so this word this thing called marriage is not wedding ceremony kick it out of your mind quickly. And sometimes you say, oh, this brother, Samuel, his father is honorable so-so and so. So in your mind, it is the honorable so-so and so that is attracting you to Samuel and not Samuel. As if you are going to marry honorable so-so-and-so. The sons of Eli could not take after their father. The sons of Samuel could not take after their, their, their father. Don't marry anybody because his father is a big man. Have good reason why you are marrying the person. Don't target Sikeni. Bah! The girl and that is what is happening in our time. People are targeting the rich girls, the rich girls and the rich guys. Not forgetting that you marry values, not physique. You marry values. Somebody's father can be rich, but he may be as foolish as the prodigal son. You give him $13.5 million, in six months he'll be eating with pigs. Who are you going to get married to? Is it a future pig-eating competitor? Or somebody who can take the estate of the father and expand the estate? may god give you wisdom tonight i said may god give you wisdom tonight in the name of jesus it is very interesting to know that most of the scholars of the bible and the rabbis describe the book of songs of solomon as the holiest book in the bible they describe the book of songs of solomon has the holiest book in the bible it tells you the clean water that must pass through the arena of marriage the picture of a love relationship is as pure as the river that flows in front of the throne of the lord How pure is your love for the one you claim you love? If you don't love Jesus so passionately, how will you love a human being? I feel the anointing of the Lord. As Christians, what will pull us together as a couple Why should you get married and you can't serve God? Why should you get married and your husband is saying that I won't have time to finish because too many things are to be shared. I will just concentrate on what I want to share. I will will just concentrate on it. I saw a quote sometime by one of the daughters of William Booth. Who knows William Booth? Let me see. William Booth. If you're an ardent reader, you should know. Lift your hand. Let me see. You see, you, you see There. The, you and I, the type of Christianity we are living. We hardly know Christian historians and church history what will we transfer to the next generation we know everything about uh, hip-hop whatever uh, big big uh, big brother niger you know everything you know those who won from the beginning but you don't know william booth who has said salvation army before salvation army yeah that is the founder of salvation army one of his daughters made this comment. He said Christ loves us passionately and he wants to be loved passionately also. If you're a New Testament believer, your greatest passion must be in loving Jesus. Show me a woman who is in deadly love with Christ. I know that I can marry her because apart from her weakness, the grace of God will be her strength day after day until she overcomes that weakness. Show me a man who is deadly in love with Jesus, in love with Jesus, not just in love with the work of Jesus, but in love with the person of Jesus. I'll show you a man who is a marriage material. There are some who are in love with the work and not with the person. And that is what deceives you. Oh, he he is an also in the church. He is an intercessor in the church. Yeah. Just being an intercessor doesn't qualify you to be a husband. I'm teaching If marriage was important enough to God, that he used it to start history, to begin the ministry of Jesus on earth, to to continue to describe our relationship with him here, and then he used it to describe the final departure of our marriage with him up there, then we must pay attention to who we get married to. It's not a joke. It's not a joke anymore for you to decide to marry an unbeliever as a Christian. One time, a lady I was talking to, before oh, I realized no, she told me that she's going to marry a Muslim. Oh, he married a Muslim. Not long ago, she asked me, Do I think the marriage will work? You can imagine Pastor Prince on fire. Hey, I cut the call. Then she called,
2: Oh, Pastor
1: Prince, will the marriage work? I said, Which marriage? I don't know that there's marriage. It's not a joke again. It's not a joke again. That is why you see that certain strict Christian sects will say that you cannot marry outside the church. And if you marry, you are considered an outcast. There are certain, I don't want to mention because we are Facebook Live. They took it to the extreme, but there's a principle there that you cannot marry an unbeliever. When Paul was saying that if you are married to an unbeliever, blah blah blah, it is like you are you were all unbelievers before you became born again. You cannot leave your husband. But you are a believer now, or savior, you are not a believer. Uh, You are a believer. But if you are all unbelievers and then the Holy Ghost starts your heart and you give your life to Christ as as a wife, you cannot come and tell your husband that I am divorcing you. Paul said you cannot because the Holy will sanctify the unholy. Choosing the one you have to marry. 45 minutes more. Wow. I believe the marriage relationship is the most important personal relationship that many of us will have, though not everybody will get married. There are people who will never get married. They are born inox. No matter how handsome they are, no matter how beautiful they are, they will never marry. Sometimes not because they don't want to marry, but they will want to marry, but they cannot marry. I'm teaching you scripture. Don't ever let anybody force you to marry. Don't ever. Don't ever let anybody force you to marry. Marry at your own will, Because the consequences can never be transferred to whoever forced you to marry. And never beg a boy to marry you. You might have lost your virginity to the person. Let the person go. Just giving your virginity to the guy. doesn't that can you worry. You open top before drink the drink. You open top you now for drink. You go drink him. Everybody married the men who broke their virginity. Some of you that married we smokers, <laughs> gangsters. Because when you went to break it was in the ghetto. You watch here, watch here. Hey. When you entered the room, you saw Bob Marley. You saw Jarrah stuff. <laughs> Safari, you saw some wild you were not afraid. You are stronger than Samson. Tell him. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It is meant to be a lasting a true covenant in which both parties think of each other's welfare before their own. The marriage covenant. You have to think about the welfare of the other. Hmm. If you know you are committed to keep this kind of covenant. Or covenant. You should find someone who is equally committed to keeping it. And working through any problem you may have together. Now have you seen the wedding ring? In December, I will be 10 years in marriage. So at least I have some small wisdom. You see the wedding ring. Do you know the purpose of a ring? The thing you are fighting for, wedding, uh, promise ring, do you know the purpose of a ring? Savior, do you know? So why do you want to wear some. My sister what's your name eh? mary Joel. Hey. mami fiedi where the emu emu so a queer you have a queer, mary jojo jo. <laughs> do you know the purpose of her what's the purpose covenant <laughs> Confinement You see, the ring. You see, there was no wedding rings in the church. In the early church. There was nothing like ring. It was with time that the Romans started introducing certain things. Where, as a sign, they started giving some token to say oh this is the as a sign of that this event has taken place take this token so they started with leaves you see then the guns have some leaves they use for royals they started with leaves and they use expensive like well-cultured leaves then as time went on it turned into metals and other things. Some even use carved stones, and it's believed that the more you meant your love for your partner, the more expensive metal you use. Am I opening your eyes? So now you see people going back to the silver, or oh, something, something, something white gold and all that. Fine. It's not about the color. Don't fight over the type of ring you want to uh, do. You want, you want to use for your Don't Don't fight over it. They're bringing it from Italy or Germany or UK doesn't change anything. If it's copper, you wear. Wear on that day. Because those who wear the proper one after two years, you say no mojit. It's not the ring that tells you that you are married. It is your heart you love with that tells you that you're married. So the ring, you see it goes round and there's a space in between. The space in between means that we are together and we will fight anything that comes in between us. And even though we we'll fight everything that comes in between us, we will still be knitted together. That is the space. So you must partner with someone who is also willing. He is not perfect. See, it's not perfect. See, it's not just perfect. He is not just perfect. But there is a willingness of heart. There's a willingness of heart that tells the person that I am together with you in this journey. Praise God. Who are you going to marry, Stephanie? Have you asked yourself? A Christian should always choose a Christian as a partner. Non negotiable. Get it and get it well. Church girls, they more say, now church boys, they say. Church girls then, I say church girls. The say, Now church boys were so pro. Because a brother can propose to three girls in the church. If you're a brother and you are proposed to more than two people in the church, you are Christian a Eh? I am And if you're a Christian lady, considering more than two proposals, you are Jezebel's granddaughter. (laughs) Why should you be going around proposing to ladies in the church? You are not a Christian. You are what? A Christian. Asha-who. They move here. You move. You are embarrassing yourself because very soon you will be a topic in segregated meetings. When they see him come, hey, brother, they come. Home. Take over. Take over because he pop your face. No, he go call you. <laughs> okay. Oh, pana. Oh, pana, they come. Hello, Pan. know. oh brother. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Please, can I talk to you? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm not teacher. Amos after three, verse three. Can two walk together except they be agreed? Agreement. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 16. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Are you enjoying it? Are you sure you are being blessed? Oh, I'm not blessing you. This is not a contemporary single summit teaching you from scripture. Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. A Christian must marry a Christian partner. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? What harmony can there be between Christ and the devil? How can a believer be a partner with an unbeliever? How? It's not scriptural. And don't explain it in any way. It's not scriptural. Don't tempt your pastors. Don't tempt your parents. We no be ah for na we no do lie. An unbeliever. Obi obeso too. He, so he, so he, so hey. Do you blame You a Christian. You a Christian. Verse sixteen. I'm saving somebody, no matter how nice they you know. Some some of them are so nice and caring. Caring. They'll shower you with money, care, they open door for you, they would run away. And what union can there be between God's temple and idols? For we are the temple of the living God as God said, I will live in them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they will be my people. This is the word of the Lord, and you cannot change God's word. You change it, it will be for your own issues to face. The Bible can mean only one thing, and it can mean what it has said. And what it has said is that you cannot be friends or marry an unbeliever. Argue it anywhere or not, that is what God has said. You can't make it say something else when God has not said it. Let me tell you a story. Years ago, Germany was forbidden to rearm as a result of World War I. But when Hitler came to power, he set to work secretly rearming the nation. He established factories saying they were to build baby carriages. But really, they were to build machine guns. There was a man in one of these carriage factories whose wife was pregnant. He wanted a baby carriage. So he persuaded his various friends who worked in different departments to each steal a part so that he could assemble them at home. Hitler was a powerful man. Steady about him. I I read about him so much. He was just a strategist. Let's continue the story. His friends cooperated with him. One day, a few of them met the man walking down the street. Looking perplexed. What's the problem? They asked. Well, he said, I put it all together twice. But each time it makes a machine gun. So when you put the parts together, at the end of the day, instead of getting the baby carriage, the thing comes as a machine gun. Should I continue the story? That's the Bible. It makes what it was made to be made. When you, you cannot change what God has said. If you put God's word together, you cannot change it to fit what you wish. What the the manufacturing point were producing machine guns. So even if you gather all the parts together and you assemble it, it will become a machine gun. You can't make it to mean something else. When Jesus laid down the conditions for covenant, that settled it. There's no other way God's plan for marriage can change. Don't marry an unbeliever. Period. As for gay, don't go there. Even unbeliever, they say no. Then gay. Oh, Pastor, it is my sexual orientation. It's not sexual orientation. It's my human right. Did you choose to be created a woman? Did you tell God that I wanted to come a woman? guilty? No. If like you had a negotiation with God that you want to come as a woman, then you can say that it's a human right. Are you? Before you realize you're a woman, before you realize you're a man, there are many things you have right on, but not on your sexuality. You don't. Here is a list of questions you can ask yourself about your potential mate to ensure that he or she is a committed Christian. Hey, their ears are open now. Number one. Does he or she love God more than me? So you have to ask yourself whether the guy you want to marry, get married to Does he love God more than you? Because we have built a point that you cannot just jump into marriage. You have to look at certain things to make a good judgment. First question, does the lady love God more than me? Because if he doesn't love God more than me, he's going to take me down. He's going to quench my fire. Friday, come for miracle hour. We are going for said overnight. We come home at 4 a.m. on Saturday. Saturday night, we are going to club. How can you come for a rehearsal? And all of a sudden, the sister that was on fire, fire, he has become water. <laughs> he has become water. Oh, you know? <laughs> he can't even do the leg overs again. He's doing head overs. <laughs> Number two, does he or she love God more than herself or himself? Obi on tiya tighti <laughs> de on donya me on tight. Am I teaching? Does he or she witness with assurance that he or she is born again of the Spirit of God? These are not questions you look for now. It's like I'm sure that somebody is listening to me online is like, oh, that's <laughs> questions, sir. That is why you are missing the mark. That's why you are missing what you should take home. One of the greatest joy of every parent is that their children make the right judgment. When it comes to marriage. Don't break the heart of your parents. Don't break it. So, you are a Christian. You must marry a Christian. So, how do I know this person is a Christian? Number one, does he love God more than me? Number two, does he love God more than himself? Number three, does he have the assurance of salvation? Through the birth of the spirit? You are asking the question. Hey, that guy will all so and say, Oh, the car then let's oh, what the car, bo, okay, my main question, then Uber, Uber car, oh, machine, Uber. Those are the questions you ask. Now, oh, but, sorry, does it come from this side? It comes from the estate. It come from the village or the estate. so oh. free, ha These are the questions you ask. Does he or she regularly read the Bible and know what it teaches? When you call the person, what is the person saying? I miss you. You just came to my mind. I miss you. I miss that hug. Next time, don't give me Pentecostal hug again. Give me tight one. I like your shoe. The last time I saw in church, the dress. Uncaffy. What do you talk about in two hours? You ladies, you don't like guys like that. They be all who are. I studied the Bible. (laughs) The Bible said, the Bible said, this guy is not realistic. (laughs) Christian girls don't like good boys. You want to challenge me? And I'll ask you the guys you have dated and you are dating. Then I'll ask you questions. <laughs> Christian ladies, many of them don't like good boys. They like bad boys. Unfortunately for them, it is when women repent faster. So when you marry, so you met him at the nightclub, but when you marry, you can't be going to the nightclub when you are pregnant and when you deliver. And then very soon you join a church. The lady will repent first. And that is where her sorrow starts. And if you met him in the club, he has to go to the club. He will not go alone. He has to go with somebody. <laughs> Don't me into that Am I talking to you? You will not miss what God is leading you into. Does he or she regularly attend a church where the word of God is being preached? Where the word of God is being taught. It's not a nice like single summit library now. I mean you are sitting. Does he or she like to talk about spiritual things? Does he? So you see, it's a lot of questions. So it's not just one. It's something that comes together to give you an idea. And you are not going to ask the question, did you do your, any boyfriend you ask him? Do you do, did you do your morning devotion today? That means you. I want to use a hard word. You are not wise. How do you ask a man you want to marry whether he did his morning devotion Are you his pastor? That means you know in your heart that the guy is not correct but you want to change him and grab him am I lying any partner boyfriend, girlfriend or somebody who is coming you are asking him whether he did his morning devotion I have not appointed you shepherd over the person (laughs) I don't want you to cry I don't want you to cry Jesus Christ. Does he or she lead a clean and pure life? Does he or she have a real desire to lead others to the Lord and see them saved? This is what you use to see whether he's a Christian. Not that he goes to church. A church member may not be a Christian. I know unbelievers who support the work of God. Of certain pastors because they are their relatives. So stop saying he goes to church. No. You and I know that you come to church, I preach, you go and you go and do what you come, can. You, can, you go and do what you come, you still come. So it's not like, oh, Obama or this you No. No. You have to be sure. I was very sure that my wife was a Christian. Very sure. Very sure. And it takes a while to know. So stop doing quick face relationship. Start dating and six months you are going to marry. Oh, prayer. I say marriage is not a sketching. A can be organized in one month. And we go, marriage. Pushing everybody for my go go Hey. As if if you don't marry the guy, you'll be young. You are twisting everybody's hand, twisting everybody's leg. You have to marry that guy. But Danny in all. One day in my office here, so many years ago, a lady came. She left the church. I sacked there. She got angry. She left. I said, leave the church. Go. She was pregnant and came to tell me that I shouldn't reveal. Should she, she didn't tell me, but my eyes open. because I'm not a businessman. I said, you are pregnant. He wanted to die. I said, you are lying. Don't lie. my. Oh, this is my shrine. Don't lie. You are pregnant. Say pastor, but please don't tell. Don't, 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 just do the wedding for us. I say me na Hmm. I'm beat. pastor, I leave the church. I say get up, leave my office, leave the church, and go. You twist pastors. You twist us. They know we start working like this. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. (laughs) I said, Go, go. Ask me whether she's married. She's not married. Guy, no, born or off. Oh, born. Bitter. So they broke up. They never married. If the answer to several of these questions is no, and I didn't ask the other one: Does he has he received the baptism, the what like the baptism? Yes. Has he been baptized? And additionally, does he speak in tongues? That is not too critical because tongue speaking is not just a sign of being baptized in the Spirit. But has he been baptized? Has he been identified with the Church of the Lord? If the answer to several of these questions is no, then you are not choosing the right person. You wanted to know the right I'm showing you. Then you are not choosing the right person. If you are a spirit-filled Christian and you marry someone who is not a real Christian and cannot share your spiritual experiences together, two things are sure to happen. Number one. First, you will have much sorrow and pain in your heart. And second, you will not be able to serve the Lord as you as well as you will as well as you would have wished to serve the Lord. You will not be able to serve the Lord. Or you'll be filled with sorrow and pain. At home. You will come to church and you are smiling, but Charlie, you are sick something is wrong and ladies listen to me when you marry you come under the authority of your husband and that is why you must know who who is going to who is going to lead you does he love you does he love the lord is he genuine is he ready don't marry when you are not ready don't marry when you are not ready. Guys, man, pray. Uh-huh. Because the thing is not a joke. It's not a joke. And pray. Uh-huh. You see somebody marrying at 27, then you do 27. You know what the father gave him. You know the house they gave him. You know the land they gave him. You know the money that hits the account. Push, 1 million Ghana city. Obi claimed that he had one million dollars. Boom. You, the people that came from the village, you have to organize bars for them to go. What are they come to give you? Yam, cassava, potatoes. <laughs> 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 Even the dresses they wore, you actually have to sew it for them. <laughs> Obia worried 27 and Do not see the pressure until the children start coming. The school reopens in September, and three of them you are paying 9,500. And your salary together is 700 and 800. You say, "Not or donut, till we need to." I have 17 minutes more. Give the Lord a clap of it. Perhaps you are thinking, I will marry an unbeliever. Holy Ghost, I you, son, and I will save him. Papa Savior, Mama Savior. <laughs> <laughs> the new Jesus in town. I will marry an unsafe person and then I will persuade that person to become a Christian. But that is the highest level of foolishness. I didn't have another word to say. If you had, an apart from unwise, I've used unwise. I'm looking for one. Which one? Gifty. English people. Apart from unwise, what else? You don't know. It's foolishness.
0: <laughs>
1: or oh, saviour. Who
0: Who
1: are you to save a man? Did you die on the cross? Do you know the way even to Togo? Then to talk to, to talk about Israel, then Gogotha? Above all else, a Christian is a person who obeys God. So you are planning to disobey God by marrying an unbeliever in order to persuade the person to obey God by becoming a Christian. How can you disobey God to uh, persuade somebody to obey God? You, You didn't obey God. That He says that don't marry an unbeliever. But you are saying that you are going to marry an unbeliever and persuade him to obey God. That's why he says you are foolish. You will try to persuade that person to obey God when you yourself are disobeying God. How would that ever work? They can pretend. I told you about Somebody that one time he wanted to marry a girl, and then the pastor said so we should lead the person to speak in tongues. Guy, we pray, and the guy was not speaking two hours. After they met a the guy in a Cantonese, then I said, ah, "Bless you, these dogs." This guy. A lotons. <laughs> then, after their wedding, <laughs> I met him. <laughs> me, I'll find out. Me. <laughs> <laughs> he came to work somewhere, and I happened to be there. This, this is life. Me and like, is nobody told me. Then, he was doing the net. I say, hey. <laughs> Na tongues na now open. And you're correct there. I worry about my baby worry. Chantina, I But be a my worry. can be a you allow me to
0: marry.
1: ta all yeah. Hmm careful of tataya tataya brothers (laughs) a young lady once took a young man to see her pastor and said this is the young man whom I am going to marry you see a Christian asked the pastor not yet said the young lady but I will help him to become one after we are married Tataya, tataya, brothers. Before you make up your mind, I would like you to do something for me, said the pastor. He pointed to a table in the room and said, Just climb up onto that table and stand there for a moment. The young lady did so. He said, Now, said the pastor, give the young man your hands. And try to lift him onto the table beside you. Then he turned to the young man and said, Now you two try to pull the woman or the lady down to you. So the woman is to climb a table, pull the guy. And then the pastor told the guy to pull the lady. Within a few moments, the young lady was down on the floor beside the young man. Please, Did you understand the scenario? Who didn't understand? I can go over. Who, who didn't understand? You all understood. You are sharks. You are ICGC people. Mantis, you are not Otabel's children. That's how it will be when you are married. Said the pastor. You will not be able to pull him up to your level, but he will pull you down to his. You will not be able to pull him up, he will pull you down. So it is when a Christian marries an unbeliever, so it is when a Christian marries an unbeliever. You can't put hot water in cold water and expect the mixer to be hotter. Church, young girls, young guys. You don't like the Christian sisters because they, they are not bad girls. Because I'm about a part. Here are three things to remember when choosing a partner. Number one. Remember that marriage doesn't change a person's character. Marriage doesn't change a person's character. If a person had a bad character before marriage, that person will still have a bad character after marriage. Marriage does not change a person's character. If the person had a bad character, that character will still persist after marriage. Marriage is not a magic event. Marriage is not a bleach hmm. that takes away the sin's of a man. Mm, that, like, and, and the women are so vulnerable. It's like, when a woman is, if a lady is wild, wild, wild. When she's married, eh, she goes in to settle. It is not the same with guys. They still have fire in them. <laughs> you you've gone to settle. Like, I've closed all the doors. I've bent all the worry. The guy is on fire. You settle. We will settle later. Number two. Remember that marriage is for life. If you buy a bad t-shirt. Or an unfitting dress. It will wear out. And you can buy another one. So if my lacoste gets faded, I'll buy another one. Do you, do, you, do you understand the English? But if you marry the wrong man or woman, you cannot change that person. Your wife is not like a dress on the drying line that you in a boutique. Marriage is not like you go to the boutique and buy. We will go. I, I am not think, talking about what is married. We are talking about choosing what? A, a, a mate. So I don't want to. Three. Remember that when you have strong feelings about a person or a thing, it is not easy to find out the will of God about that person. That is why you must not be having sex. You cannot think straight because sex is sweet. Those of you who have had sex before, it's sweet. That's why you couldn't do it once to stop. Everybody that have had sex and t- oh, it's only one. I was raped. He's a liar. I didn't actually want to do it. All. I Oh boy! And he has not done it. If you have had sex before you are here, you have not done it once. I put my ministry online because it is sweet, like honey. I is sure. <laughs> <laughs> it affects your judgment. If you want to make a good judgment, don't become romantically attached. It will cloud your judgment. When your emotions get involved, you can hardly make a sensible and spiritual decision. there's a part of her that when it touches you, you can't think straight. And your adam nature will be driving you to consume it. After you finish consuming, then you realize that you have spoiled a beautiful journey. Sometimes it's not because you are not meant to be. It's because you ate the fruit too early. Delayed gratification is the highest price you must pay if you are dating, Charlie. he enter. When you meet your beloved every time, she has dressed up. So, if the beauty you are following, you will be shocked on the wedding night. <laughs> when you saw her coca cola what when you see most brides don't eat at the wedding. There is the men that eat because of my <laughs> Then So the, the brides are just taking chips. The stomach has become flat. On to ministry. Because pawns or three too much are cracks. Cracks never. Therefore, before your feelings become too strong for you, you should honestly pray to the Lord Savior, choose my partner in life for me and let your will be done. I don't have time, but we will end here. Give the Lord a clap offering. Yeah, I have about, there's a topic of the 20 mistakes singles make. But I think I'll push this thing further in the next meeting. I'll go further, and then I'll talk about the importance of purity. I want to give a general advice. If you are sexually active when you must not I'm not going to call you out but if you're a lady here you are sexually active unprotected sex go and screen yourself for venereal diseases and cure yourself in advance because these are the things that cause infertility when you marry your tubes are blocked PIDs and you are binding your mother-in-law it's a free advice They sure said by tomorrow their labs will be choked <laughs> it is it. It is it. <laughs> and when you close and go and see dr roland he will show you the test you should go and do and start curing yourself when you when they write the medicine for you buy original one don't go and buy fake or generic by correct one as you have asked God for forgiveness he will not allow karma to come on you but use your head to preserve your body for tomorrow this is a father's advice go and check yourself because one of the things about gonorrhea on ladies is that you will never know it is the guy that comes to fire now say me, I say Dubai Taifa mm. this one. So please I advise you go screen yourself. God he has forgiven you. He has no pleasure, he doesn't punish his children. He wishes us well but don't torment yourself in the future that is why they say be a virgin because when you are virgin you have clothes there's nothing in the tunnel It's closed over 80 percent of virgins who marry don't struggle with childbirth most of the people who struggle with childbirth were not virgins in those days It was virgins that married. I didn't go into, I've thought about it before in a single summit, but I'll go to it again. It doesn't mean that if you are not a virgin, it means that, what pro? No. But it's an advice I'm giving you that if you are sexually active here and there, go and check yourself. Don't live in ignorance. So that if there's an infection in you, you treat it. It has turned into health talk, but it's good for you. So that you will not be shocked that your, your, your tubes are blocked. God can work miracles, but why do you want to carry a cross that is not meant for you? Are you here to help yourself? Give the Lord a clap, offering. Please, if you have any questions, I can take only two questions because I have to go and prepare for commanding your week at 8 o'clock. Two questions, three questions. Bring the microphone. Feel free to ask the question. If you have a question, yes. Feel free to ask the question. I'm waiting. Is it because the place is too cold? I'm chilling more. I don't know if I and come. Any questions? I've said a lot of things and some of you are, the thing is hitting your mind, but ask the question. Let's go. I'm waiting. Don't come and text me after. It's like you are doing prophetic ministration. Who is here? They won't come. When you finish and you're in your office, pastor I'm I'm the one (laughs) please ask your question unless you are telling me you understood all that I said but definitely no one more minute if you are watching online you have a question you can ask whilst we wait for the in person people You can ask the question. You see, you, you, you can ask any question. Some of you have dated before and uh, you realize you made a mistake, but you still don't understand why the thing broke up. You should ask the question. We are here, we are all singles. Or oh, you're afraid that somebody is here that may want to marry you, and you come and say your thing. Now say lion. No. That's one aspect of what one day I don't know whether next month I'll do another sermon. Should I do? It depends. It's not easy like that to prepare. But you, you have to know that you can't marry somebody who is not sincere. So it's not like if you hear that I've done something, you'll marry me, be there. Because you won't get any angel to marry. Do you understand? Hi, man, look at no break yeah. here. no. Please, any question. If do you have a question? You have a question. But I said, we'll be science I said, be mic, I'm OK. You can sit down, just sit down.
2: Um, you were talking about marrying um, somebody who is a good Christian. Yeah. So, you also, you also said that even you are not perfect. Yeah. I know as Christians, we are still growing. Yeah. And you cannot find someone who at least doesn't sometimes even go without having a morning devotion or okay. praying the whole day, because a lot of things happen throughout the day. So, if at a particular point in time... The person tells you, oh, for about one week now, I haven't prayed, I haven't been to church because I have this problem or I have that problem. Um, would you actually choose the sincerity over the, the fact that the person was able to forget about, whole not forget, but the person couldn't do what the person was supposed to do as a Christian within a week or a month or something? I hope you understand.
1: Perfectly understand and the answer is ready.
2: <laughs> and the second one is before everyone gets married, we know each other. We don't advise ourselves to have sexual intercourse and stuff. Like you said. As Christians. As Christians. Yes. We are supposed to go and then have these checkups and stuff to be able to check if we have any STDs, STIs and stuff. So in a case where the guy goes, and then um before he became a christian a born again christian he did uh there was he did something that made that rendered him um sterile impotent and then uh, the lady too went and then maybe she's having some std or something that cannot make her give birth or something and so that you want to marry this person the person is a good christian everything and now you are faced with this kind of problem
1: what would you do do or well, what would i what would i advise what will
2: you advise i should start the second or first the first one
1: okay so the first one we are all growing Christians. there's no matured christian in, in Africa, Af- 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 we are all maturing christians okay but if you say a maturing mango tree it means that we are all maturing mango trees. So the person must be a mango tree. <laughs> it is a mango tree that is growing. The person must be a Christian. You are not marrying... Never married to make... To do a favor for someone. You are, if you do that, you are thinking about the person too much and not about your welfare if it happens once fine but especially as a lady majority of the cases you should look up to a guy who is well versed in working with God because he takes up the spiritual leadership of your marriage so, one, two, one. Yeah, people can change along the way. There, there have been some drastic. But do your own and leave the rest for God. Put your, do your own. What you know, put it in, in place and choose right. And leave the rest for God. Because if you know that the person is not a maturing Christian, the person is not a serious Christian, the person is not having a close and most of the time, the Christian sisters, they let you feel like they are very strong Christians. Only for you to find out later that, send a girl now, are pro. So they go for their type. So if they come for counseling, if you are not careful, you counsel them as some um, very mature, but Sena, all of them, they are in the same level. It's a different. You now, you know you don't pray. Then now you are becoming a Christian. You want to prove to your boyfriend that you are more spiritual. Into friend now. Now where we do Bible is children, we ask those questions. But if it's once in a while, I didn't have time to go into other things. Okay, so that's why I'm saying that I told you I won't finish because I have I, I I have to talk about how you know that you love someone. How do you know that you, you really love someone, that you want to see the person grow? This is just one aspect. I gave you about twelve things to ask you put it together, you get to know the person you are working with. Do you understand? If it's once in a while, we all have missed morning devotions many times but nobody asked me to go back because I have a relationship. You should have a relationship with God when, and you have to realize when you are falling off and you go back. Are you his shepherd? Are you his pastor? Are you his spiritual father or mother? Hey. Uh, um, that's the answer I would have given to you it could also mean that he genuinely loves you but he's also low below your maturing if you can endure, fine it's all about endurance, If you can carry that cross it is your own it links me to the second one the man is impotent the woman has an infection that has rendered her, her medically impossible to give birth they are not God The man's impotency can be resurrected by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now listen to my judgment. Why do you want to tempt yourself? One of the reasons for marriage is companionship. Recreation. Sexual satisfaction. So if you marry him, You have an infection that you can't give birth to. But you don't have an infection that you can't have sex. And your sexual drive is dead. Why tempt yourself? Would you have married him? You will never have sex with him. For the rest of your life. You can't go and buy sex idols and those things. It's not scriptural. My candid advice, don't tempt yourself. You love the person as a Christian brother and all that, but there is no marriage that can survive without sex. Hear me and hear me well. So don't go into marriage and say, me, I don't feel like I mean, who asked you to enter into the marriage? I want to sleep, I want to sleep, please, I'm tired. You are tired? You are not tired. Who sent you? (laughs) You are tired. You are tired, sir. I'm tired, I'm tired, I want to sleep. You want to sleep? Sleep? (laughs) So, my sister, my candid advice, if you know it, fine. But if in the marriage you marry, then the person becomes impotent. It's your cross. Yeah, that's why we say for better, for worse. In health and in sickness. Yes, that is the power of the covenant of marriage. Forever, O Lord. You'll be walking by the Dead Sea. (laughs) Somebody asked on Facebook that... uh, Please, but did I answer you? I'm giving you a very nice one. Please, is it bad to stay with? So it is holiness that is accent. Please, is it bad to stay with your, your maybe would-be partner before marriage? Holiness, if you're a Christian. <laughs> if you're a Christian, the answer is no. The answer is no virgins must not be doing the duties of wives there is nothing like cohabitation before marriage yes so please virgin nurse hey holy nurse. <laughs> don't when you steady, I don't have time, we have, we have closed. The Jewish wedding, the woman is in the father's household. Before that evening, it's like a king, they are, they are put in confinement, they are preparing for the day of appearance. It is today that we have polluted. That's why marriages have bad foundations now. Before you come and stand here unveiling the thing, you chop the thing so t- Now you want them to clean your hands. What clean of it? You don't know, know the person's face. you <laughs> Any more? Any more? Okay. Roland And bless. Last question. Hey, that means I have to do the commanding your wiki before I go. Mercy. <laughs> Please. Thank you for the teachings today. My question is from the last part of our sister's question. Your explanation made it clear that marriage is as spiritual and also physical Yeah. because of the sexual parts you described. Sure. But then during the teaching, you made mention of the fact that <clears throat> we should marry values and not physique. Not the mouth, whoever mouths in that.
2: So I want to know where do we draw the line for not basing so much on the values and also not considering the physical. When I started
1: teaching, I said I won't finish. <laughs> so, maybe another time else I won't finish because the physical, every human being has a taste. Okay? Every human being. If I say that that, I'm trying to say that don't let that one be the only reason why you are. There are some men, me, there's nothing like a big body lady in my eyes. Some people too, a woman with enough body, they don't need to buy pillow, they don't need to buy... <laughs> Heavenful, I say, oh, say bright price in the same. It is too good, Take one that it is, so it is, it is, it is enough. So everybody has this what he wants. Some want fair, some want dark, some want tall, some want short, some want fat, slim. You see. Uh, Edward has gone for a woman with enough body. Victor went for a woman with no body. They don't follow their father. (laughs) 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 But you see, beyond that, you look for the value. The values of the person. Temperament, we have to talk about temperament, compatibility, temperament. Sometimes some of the people you say they are bad people. That is their temperament. You too, you have your temperament. And every temperament has a weakness. Sanguineous people, they will make you happy. I want a very lively partner. But you know their weakness, they like crying. And they make mistakes. They are never accurate. But they are lively people. They can make the whole place lively. Cracking jokes. They are laughing right now. No, the next moment they are crying. <laughs> they are depressed. Oh, you yeah, 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 eh? What kind of behavior is that? You are, you are angry. You are not do- angry. It makes you happy. But this is that side. They don't know mass they make mistake so you say eh, i asked you to keep this money for me you have misplaced them. why why are you such careless wife why are you a careless husband no you are. it is him it's weakness we have the phlegmatic bomb. slow <laughs> my bombs are there. Why? B being slow, 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 slow. That is him. But they are very good friends. They are very loyal people. they love. But the, you see that they adore. They don't go and pay their bills. you have to remind them, remind them. That is them. <laughs> okay? And they are the cholerics. They are the leaders. They like giving instructions. They, they do this, do this, do this. I don't like this. I want this. Change your hair. I don't like this. You say, you are too bossy over me. You are too bossy over me. That is him. You saw it and you went for it. They are asking people. They want things done now. So maybe I'm small choleric. Maybe I'm they want things I don't know how to delay. I don't know better yet. So exams, they are the first people to leave. Because they just write a take, then they leave. Oh if they fail, they fail. If they, if they. <laughs> okay, and, then, and, and and their weakness is that they, they can easily become proud when they don't allow the word of God to work on them. So they are very proud for nothing. They are just proud. Then the melancholics are the perfectionists. If I've put my shoes here, (laughs) and there's a certain tribe that the men are like that, I won't mention it. I put my shoes here. How come it is not there? This is the last one one. I'm giving to you. but they are very diligent and all that. I, I don't want to go further. We, maybe the next time we meet, we'll look at all that. The last one, bless, oh, I've answered you. You, you talk. It, it, me, I feel like I've answered some part, but you talk.
2: It's a continuation from um, her uh, second question. Okay. Um, but this is from a show I watched. The Lady go married to a guy, they are both very good Christians. But then they entered into the marriage and the lady realized that the
1: man... Wants Wait, to... I want to say something. So what you are saying is confusing me. I didn't say something it's like you, you can ask a guy that, or, or, or a lady that or, do you like the guy you are dating? Oh, I like him. He's a straightforward person. I like honest people. The same person will marry. Then you start complaining. You don't listen to me. You don't listen to me when I talk you don't but when you were dating you say you like straightforward people they don't crack jokes (laughs) so now bless talk now I've downloaded you can't talk
2: (laughs) so the lady realized that um, the man um, doesn't have sex the normal the natural way he prefers the (laughs) the number two yeah yeah as the lady, would you advise the lady to, to stay in the marriage as her cross, or she should?
1: So you are talking about marriage?
2: Yes. Hey.
1: So I will tell you something, and then we, we, we close. That is why I thought on what I thought. Who? Are you married? This time that gaze have become plenty. And one of the ways they do is that they marry to cover up. Under normal circumstance. Every right thinking man. Will not go for number two. My stand. What are you doing there? Are you doing that? it's because when you are dating, you don't shine your eyes. The petty, petty things now. What the issue out what to perfume it takes you out? That's all you are concentrating on. You are not looking at the person you are going to end your life with. Bless that one. Because no pastor, including me, will ask you to divorce. Your husband or your wife you have to pray and take up the cross you can fight it and deny him it's not part of our christian values and you have to stand by your bent offering
2: what if he says if you won't agree then the marriage is over
1: let it be over Nobody will tell you. Now I'm telling you, but if you enter and you come and ask me the same question, I won't tell you to leave. That is why I like doing single summit. That is safer. Because then you will know before you enter. You see, if you know then the marriage is over. Marriage didn't give birth to us. There are people who divorce and they remarry. And if this is the reason why you are divorcing, he's insisting, he's insisting. He should go and tell his parents why he's divorcing you. And he should say the truth. When he goes, he should tell his father that he wanted to fire you from number two. <laughs> and he too, when he said it and he lies, don't say the truth. Ah, papa, your son, say you won't back.
0: <laughs>
1: and I said no. Oh, yeah, I'll be a so. I why did you breathe like that <laughs> Charlie give God a clap we have to close I think holiness is still asking the question Charlie holiness my people say you are dragging us but it's okay is it, is it bad to tell your bad to dress decent before going for a class or lectures or work I am learning, so I need to know. It's not bad, but make sure that you have chosen the right person because a decorated donkey is still a donkey. So make sure you are dealing with the right person. Holy Nash, because you can tell somebody to dress nice, 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 but it's not the dressing you are going to marry. It's the person, the values of the person. So when the person is dressing like that consistently, it tells you a certain value. A half-naked woman walking in town tells you the values of her life. So you can't tell the person, dress well, dress well. You are seeing the value. So, holy Nash. Another question from me. Is it bad to tell your partner you are dating to dress up decently for class? Oh, that's the same thing. So, you are dating the person in class. Are you learning hard? Holy Nash, are you learning hard? You didn't go to school to date. You have to come out with a good certificate. So I advise you because dating, love relationships can scatter your mental faculty. Yeah, so steady, concentrate on your books. You went there to come with a certificate, you didn't go there to marry. If by chance you are graduating and you get one, fine. But you didn't go there to marry. God bless everybody. Give the Lord a mighty clap up front. please close your eyes and let's pray father we thank you for your help tonight thank you for speaking to us thank you for educating us thank you for inspiring us tonight i pray that these words will not fall on the ground but they will bear fruit in your children and lord you guide them to know who they should marry They should understand that they are humans and the people they are going to marry are humans. That a new picture of marriage will begin to emerge in our our families and in our churches. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. May the grace of God guide you. May you not rush the timing of God. May you not rush into something you are not prepared to. May God open your eyes into your own destiny that you will pursue that destiny with all your heart. And if at any point the Lord causes your partner to cross you, we give glory to him in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Give God a good clap offering. Oh